Sportscast. What's up, sports fans? Welcome to another episode of KFR Sportscast. Bringing back for another episode, we got our buddy Matt. Welcome back, Matt. Uh, nice to be back, gentlemen. Nice. Thank you. you. Got me, Brian. Boy, big, sexy Jake over there. Yes, sir. Yes, and today sir. We're Welcome gonna... back, everybody. Welcome back. It's good to be seen. It's good to see you, see your pretty faces out there. Let's get right into it. All right, so going right into it. Uh, first, we're going to touch on the decision of Simone Biles dropping out of the Olympics. Um, due to what she, you know, what she had said was that her mind and her body were not in sync. Yeah. Um, getting what gymnasts call a little bit of the twisties is what she had said, that when she's up in the air doing her, her twists and everything, she kind of becomes almost discombobulated um, and not having uh, full control of her body. A very, very hot topic. A lot of people have a lot of open opinions about it. Yeah. Some happy, some not too happy. I'm happy for, you know, I, I'm not going to say that it's a right or wrong decision. I believe that, you know, whatever is best for your mental health and best for your body, no matter how good of a competitor you are, your body needs rest. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. just like you wouldn't want a boxer going into the ring, like less than fully prepared you know, one slip and fall and she's going to break her neck. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, you want somebody going into something like that to be 100% prepared. And if she didn't feel 100% prepared, you know, I can't, I can't get on her case if she didn't feel ready for that. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of goes back to when uh, we touched a little bit on the, um, the Richard Sherman ordeal in yeah. uh, our first episode, Brian, I know you remember yeah. that. Um, you know, this just all goes into what I'm saying about, you know, mental health, you know, mental health is nothing to play around with. I know that from personal experience, Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I've battled depression before and it's not nothing, it's not nothing to play around with. And, um, you know, and especially her being the world-class athlete that she is, she has to worry about not only her mental health, but her physical health as well. So yeah. if her mental health is not there and that's not syncing with her body, I feel like gymnastics is like one of the most mentally draining things mm-hmm. because you literally have to be perfect. Yes. You literally, your landing has to be perfect. Your mm-hmm. form has to be perfect. You right. like, you know, a lot of people don't understand how much of a mental toll that takes on somebody, yeah. you know? Yeah. So for her to, opt out because she's not all there a hundred percent. I wouldn't want an athlete, you know, going up to represent this country. If they're not right a hundred percent up here, mm-hmm. you know, and her doing that was putting her, put, putting, you know, being that's a, that was a very selfless thing of her to do. If, if mm-hmm. she would have kept going and, you know, went up there and when she's not all there and up in the head, to, I felt as though that would have been very selfish of her if she if she kept going with how she's right. you know doing right now. So the fact that she took you know she took to you know time off for herself to get right that mm-hmm. you know people might look at it as selfish. I see it the complete opposite. You yeah. know, and ultimately, ultimately, 
let's let's keep it real. If Simone Biles were to retire from gymnastics right now, she'd still go down as one of the greatest gymnastics you know participants of all time. Of all she time, yeah, no, definitely. Oh, I, 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 I don't even know. She's like by far one of the greatest to ever do it, and she she it's not like she left her team anyways. Like she was still yeah. there. She helped coach them. She wasn't just oh hey guys, I'm gonna go home or hey, oh hey guys, I'm gonna go hang out in the Olympic Village, you know. No, yeah. she was there, you know, you know, prepping these younger girls, prepping these girls that are going to be the next age of the American gymnastics squad. Like, it's not yeah, like it's, she wasn't there. Yeah, it's it's really it's really tough. It's really tough, you know. And when you when you get into talking about stuff like this, because I mean, in in a case like like Jake, you said, you know, you literally in gymnastics, you have to be perfect. You know, so like. We we could we could say like, you know, what if what if Tom Brady's touchdowns were only worth four points because something had happened, like he didn't throw it right, or what if Michael Jordan was only allowed to score one point on a two point shot, you know, yeah. because 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 of he was just so effortlessly doing it and making everybody yeah. else look like clowns. Yeah. Because he would. Let's, let's be real. Uh, Simone, I would Simone Biles on an off day is still better than ninety percent of gymnastics gymnastics participants around the world like yeah, I, yeah even with her problems right now she could still go out there and bust out a perfect routine because she's just that good but right. somebody of her caliber even thinking like hey i'm not up i'm not right up here i you know could that could cause me to be a second off of a rotation or like even just a quarter spin off of a rotation mm-hmm. and that could end up damaging me permanently yeah. so you know it's you know if she being the best there is right now says, Hey, I'm not up to snuff right now. We should trust her in that and know that next time she's going to come out there, she's going to dominate because that's just yeah. what she does. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, so, I think it's what's yeah. best for It's what's best for her. And yeah, it's what's best for her and it's what's best for her team, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, all these people work, you know, they work hard all their lives to get to this point. And, you know, if they're not all on the same page and not all 100% mentally and physically, then yeah. if, if one of those people is off, that takes, you know, because in a, in a team sport, you're only as good as your weakest link. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, so, you know, if they're not all on the same page, then, you know, it, they're going to be doomed. But her, her being, you know, her being the person that she is took time off for herself to get right, actually – I, I believe was the selfish thing, selfless thing to do. Mm-hmm. Excuse my, excuse and, my language. And um, let's not, let's not forget about the girl that ended up having to take her spot, how much it meant to her that she was able to, to be the one that gets to step up and, right. you know, yeah. thought that, you know, she was just going to be a, a, a replacement player. If, if somebody got injured, no, she, she ended up having to step up because Simone Biles mm-hmm. didn't feel like she was up to snuff. And so she had to step up. Imagine how much that meant to that to that girl, man. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I can, I, I can concur with what all we've said that yeah, we all support what Simone Biles Positive did. Done. I mean, she, she is a huge inspiration to, to the sport of, uh, of gymnastics, you know, the world of sports in general. Yeah. She's one of the greatest athletes in the world, you know? Yeah. And speaking on influences in a sport, we can, we can move on to the Paul brothers <laughs> trying to make their influence into the boxing world and the world of combat sports. Uh, I know, Matt, you're really big into combat sports and, you know, boxing yourself. 
Uh, what do you feel? How do you feel about the Paul brothers and their influencing of the boxing I, world? I, a, a lot of my friends and I have, have talked about it. A lot of the guys I train with and like, as much as we don't like their technique, as much as we see the flaws in their game, ultimately, man, I, I, I like what they're doing for the sport of boxing over the, mm-hmm. over the last decade or so, especially since Floyd Mayweather retired, like boxing for Americans, the American scene has just gone downhill. Like it, it's, you know, we're not watching any as much as we used to. It's not as glamorized as it used to. I mean, still, you know, you're always going to have the heavyweight champ, you know, the, the champ of the world kind of thing. But mm-hmm. the, the Paul brothers are bringing it in, in the age of social media Honestly, I couldn't think of better people to to, to do something like this. They're yeah. really good at drawing eyes to whatever they do, and right. and yeah, like you know, they're not they're not the best people in the world, but mm. you know, <laughs> but they're ultimately what they're doing for boxing is good. Because imagine how many kids there that are watching them do this and think, oh hey man, if these guys can do it, I can do it. And that's that's all mm. that's all people need. All you know. They just, somebody needs to light their fire. And who's to say that these guys aren't going to go out there and inspire the next, you know, great boxer from America, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, get, like I said, I think their technique is garbage. But, you know, they're they're stepping in the ring. And I got I got to respect anyone that's yeah. willing to, to step in the ring and throw the hand. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it could, it could, you know, also on the on the other end of that, there, I think I feel like there's a lot of people who, you know, the reason they tune in to watch the Paul brothers is because they want to watch them get beat. You know, I mean, they're 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 setting up these, you know, these fights against kind of Joe Schmo, you know, boxers or former boxer or former like uh, MMA fighters, you know, who are stepping stepping into the ring for like the first time in ages, or at all. Right. I'm just, I'm just that like, Ben Aspen fight was just horrible. I'm sorry. You know, or like the uh, the, the Nate Robinson fight. Basketball players. Yeah, yeah the well, Nate the Nate Robinson fight. I mean, Nate Robinson had like weeks to train. Like, like, so yeah, they're they're drawing attention that way. Yeah. Right. You know, which is getting in views. You know, and and, and everything. Not saying, I mean, because I know the Nate Robinson fight was on, I believe, on the Tyson, the Tyson card, right? Yeah. When Tyson came back to the ring. You know, but still. Um, their influence in the sport, bringing people to it is a positive manner. Just, you know, how they're going about the fights. Yeah, I just, I think the best thing for them to do now is just step up the competition because, mm-hmm. I, like, Ben Askren was never a good boxer. Nate Robinson was just an athlete. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I respect him for picking Tyrone Woodley. Tyrone Woodley, let's not forget, yeah. at one point in time, was one of the scariest men in MMA. People were avoiding yeah. fighting this man, especially when he was the champion. Yeah. But, you know, hey, you know, I I I got to respect Jake Paul. I, 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 I don't ever wish anybody to fail. But if I'm gonna have to pick anybody in this fight, I would I'd pick Tyrone Woodley. I think this is the first like big step up in actual skill for Jake Paul, and I like I gotta respect that. This right. this will be the first fight that either of them are involved in that I'm actually like gonna be semi entertained with. Not yeah. just because I think he's gonna get knocked out, but it like he's actually gonna be fighting a legit fighter now. 
Like, mm-hmm. again, no disrespect to Ben Askren, but Ben Askren was never a stand-up threat. Tyrone mm-hmm. Woodley, it, like, yeah, he might not have had the best record over his last couple of fights. If I'm not mistaken, I think he's one half, lost half kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's not ultimately had the best record over the last couple of years, but he's still, like, getting in there with some of the best fighters in the world. So it's not like he's fighting. It's not like he's fighting a Nate Robinson, you know? Right. Yeah. So, man, all right. The one thing that I will agree on is that, yes, they are drawing eyes to the sport. But this is this is my take on uh, these Paul brothers, okay? I just can't. I can't get behind them. I can't like, I just can't uh, put my stamp of approval on one, the way they act Two, you know, like, you know, that going back to that Logan Paul Mayweather fight, you know, like, you know, the people spent their hard earned money to watch a man hug another man for fucking eight rounds or eight or 10 rounds, however long the fucking fight was ridiculous. That was absolutely, it was, it was, it was just, honestly, I, I feel, I feel like it was disrespectful to boxing. Honestly, that's how I feel is, is just like this, these exhibition fights where the records don't matter. It's just like, you know what, if you want to be taken seriously as a boxer, go in and get, have sanctioned boxing matches. Go yeah, have sanctioned fights. Do it the right way. Do it the right way. Yes, they're drawing eyes. They're drawing people. It's all because they got a, such a following on social media and everything. And I can respect that and all, but I can't take them seriously as boxers, bro. I just can't. I just can't. They, you know, like, and I don't even know. I, I feel like it even, even though the fight wasn't sanctioned, I feel like Floyd Mayweather even stepping in the ring with him dampened his legacy a little bit by doing that yeah yeah I because like, if, if you if you ask me that fight was fixed bro that fight was fixed it was there just to make money that's all that it, was yeah entertain and make bread but like it wasn't really entertaining because it wasn't real like it didn't matter right and that's why i'm like I'm not really too excited for this Tyron, Tyron Woodley, Jake Paul fight, because at the end of the day, it's an exhibition. It's an exhibition. It's not sanctioned. Oh, it's if, not if Jake Paul were to have stepped in the, stepped in the octagon against Tyron Woodley in a sanctioned fight, Tyron, it would like be almost attempted murder because he would have hurt Jake. I Paul feel like so even in a sanctioned boxing match, it's gonna, it would be murder. Yeah, like, it would Tyron be murder. has got power in those hands, bro. And like he already doesn't like how the how the Pauls operate, and he's the kind of guy that's that's not gonna take them and their antics. And that, I feel like that's just gonna fire him up with the antics they got. Yeah, I hope to God it doesn't turn out to be anything like the Mayweather Mayweather Logan Paul fight because no. I hope Tyron Woodley beats the living shit out of him. I really do, but I don't know. We'll see. I guess. Like, I, I, I can't say they aren't getting better. Like, they are getting better as boxers. I can't, I can't front on that because they are putting the time in the gym. I just feel like there's, there are certain flaws in their technique that be, because they're not being addressed, it's, it's kind of just making me feel like they're just putting these guys out there for show. They're not taking it as serious because 
you, you see them fighting and throughout the fights, you'll see them start dropping their hands to their waist and start winging these arm punches. And, you know, anybody that's been in a boxing gym for more than, you know, two weeks is going to know that that's not what you, that's not how you throw punches. That's not how you survive a boxing match. Exactly. Like, I feel like the moment they step in the ring with a boxer, that's going to take the fight as serious as they would a professional mm-hmm. fight. They're going to get eaten up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you put one of them in the ring against an up-and-coming person that's hungry in boxing and wants to make a name for themselves, they are going to get obliterated. They're going to get obliterated. It's not even fair. They've been talking big junk to this dude. uh, I think Brian Garcia is his name. Young hotshot, you know, young, you know, I think middleweight or something like that, uh, boxer. And it's just never going to happen because – He's one of these young up-and-comers that are hungry and that don't right. take well to the Pauls and their antics and would utterly annihilate them because he's a serious boxer in his prime right. that is a legit would be a legitimate threat to anybody in his weight class. Right. And the Pauls are not going to take that seriously. Look at like I mean, that's the reason why they, you know, Nate Robinson was a fight. That was the reason why Ben Askren was a fight, because those were easy dubs. I'm sorry. Right. But- not, not, not just not just easy dubs, but I feel like, you know, for Nate Robinson and Ben Askren, I mean, the money on the opposite end for them. But like you're saying, if they were to get a, a young and up-and-coming boxer who's like, I don't care about the money. I want to make a name that's for myself. Fight. I want to make yeah. a name. Then, you know, that, that, that's going to end up dangerous for them. Yeah, because then they're just going to get knocked out because the moment they get tired, their hands go from here to here. And that's when they start holding their punches. Like it's, it's just going to take a boxer that knows what they're doing to, to really hurt them. They're going to be, they're going to be looking like they're kissing a train going by. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Like I, like I said, it goes back to, I, I like as, as good as it is for boxing, I do see it. It's just as, as a fighter, I just see the little, the little flaws in their game where it's a serious fighter would notice that or a serious no, no, not even just a serious fighter. A serious trainer would see their fighter in their flaws like that, like the you know the dropping their hands when they get tired, the not keeping their hands up, not throwing from the window. Like a serious trainer would see that and correct that, and I don't see that happening. Right. Like yes, they're able to throw more punches because they're just training. You know, they're they're throwing punches in the gym. They're sparring. You know, these t- tomato cans, uh, but I just. I, I see the technique not improving and that's, that's kind of gotten me a little on the fence. Like I lean more towards them being good overall for boxing. It's just as, as a fighter, I just see the, the technique not improving. And it's, that's where it gets disrespectful to me because if you're trying to make, make this serious, if you're trying to prove to people you're a legitimate fighter, which it feels like they're trying to do, you would, you would make those, those changes in your game to get better. And so right. that so that you would shut up these haters, because right. like you said, like you said, Brian, there are plenty of people that are just bringing being brought into this right now, just wanting to see these guys get knocked out. Yeah, right. Yeah. If you, you know, the only way like, you can you know, that, like, I feel like they're getting you know all this attention drawn for the wrong reasons too. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't, I, I just don't think their intentions are to like. I think it's more selfish intentions for these eyes to get drawn to boxing than it is to actually help the sport. 
Yeah, I could I could see where you're coming with that, but I I'm coming from the camp of like especially in the age of social media. Ultimately, any publicity is good publicity because there's always going to be yeah. something else coming up that's just going to distract the masses next time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got a point there. You got a point yeah. there. I mean, look at look at the Paul brothers themselves. I mean, only a couple years ago, Logan Paul got into trouble with the suicide forest thing, and now look at him. He's like, he's still a, a a mainstay in social media somehow. Right. Yeah. So from from uh, kind of real fighting to real fighting, uh, <laughs> Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder put off because there was a COVID nineteen outbreak. Uh, in Tyson Fury's camp. Yes, this will be the third matchup between the two fighters, the two heavyweight fighters. Uh, fight number one ended in a draw, right, I believe? Yeah, a and, draw that I feel like Tyson won, but hey, that's just me. And then Tyson takes number two. So decisively. To keep this, yeah, he decisively. took that one decisively. So to keep this interesting... Wilder could win number three and force. A it could force number a number four. It could force a number four. Right, if so. Wilder ends up winning, which I don't know if that, because it's funny because I picked Wilder to win the second fight before the mm-hmm. fight. And then I watched the fight and immediately regretted my decision because Fury made him look like an idiot out there. But yeah, yeah. That's, but if Wilder can somehow come back and win this third fight, then it could force a fourth fight. And that would be like something, you know, that's something rare in boxing to, mm. for, to find out who's the better man on the fourth fight. Yeah, that would I be think, very interesting. I and I think that would be very good for the sport. I think the last time we saw something like this in boxing was with, um, with uh, Pacquiao and uh, Juan Manuel Marquez. They had uh, uh, four legendary fights yes. that could have honestly gone either way multiple times. But yes, yeah, they had battles. You don't see two guys in their prime going at it this much. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. It, it, really it's very, this is this is very good for the sport of boxing. The, this this saga right now, if, if Fury if, – I mean, either way, this trilogy is going to be awesome. It's going to be talked about for a long time, especially that first fight being so legendary and so competitive. Yeah. Like, it, this is one of the best uh, – this is one of the best rivalries in boxing history. We got it. We got to say that, you know, this is, you know, been back and forth. Yeah. It's it's been a, it's it's been a long time since the heavyweight division's been this, this hot. I mean, like, you know, these, the last couple of years before these guys, I mean, you know, and we we can't just ignore Tyson Wilder. We've had guys like Andy Ruiz and, and, Mm -hmm. and uh, who was, uh, who did he beat for that title? Uh, Anthony Joshua. Yeah, Anthony Joshua, yes, yeah. We have guys like that. Like this, you know, boxing, you know, the heavyweight division before these guys, can can you remember any, like, any big names from, from boxing before then? Before, I mean, like, after, I, like, I think after this, Tyson. Right. After right. Tyson, the heavyweight division just was nothing for a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on, I'm going to go on record here and say that the uh, heavyweight division is as, it is about as beefed up as it was in like the late seventies, early eighties, you know, because yeah, right I mean, at- if you look back then you had guys like George Foreman, Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, you know, like Ted you, Norton you know, was still fighting. 
Yep. Yep. And this is, you know, this, this heavyweight division is something to, something to keep an eye on for sure. And it's, it's good for the American scene of boxing too. Cause like I said, with, with, with Mayweather retiring, we, we don't really have that many like American boxers as prominent as they used to be, you know, mm-hmm. you all got right. all these guys like Gennady Golovkin, uh, Lomachenko, uh, uh, Tyson Fury, you know, and all these international fighters that grew up, you know, watching Tyson fight and watching Ali fight. And now we're seeing, you know, that, you know, make its fruits and it's happening all over the world. And American boxing is kind of lag. And now with this, this Deontay Weidler, Tyson Fury thing, man, I'm really excited for the American scene in boxing. Yeah. Yeah. That fight happening on October 9th this year. So make sure everybody tunes in. Brian, yes. you got something you got something you want to put in here, bud? About boxing? You know, I'm I'm not much of a no knowledgeable as knowledgeable as maybe you two are in boxing. You know, I enjoy I always enjoy the conversation. I think it'll be a fantastic fight. Um, obviously excited to watch it. Uh two heavyweights going at it. I mean, heavyweights have always been and and any combat sporting event have always been my favorite things to watch because you just see these big burly guys that are like my size just going toe to toe in the ring or the octagon which is incredible going at it just destroying each other and it's it it touches on some of the most base instincts of humankind man just watching the fights like that and it's you can't go wrong watching a good heavyweight fight right i mean you look at these guys who look like they should be playing like middle linebacker in the nfl <laughs> I mean, like somebody like Tyson Fury, who's six foot nine. This guy should be yeah. playing power forward in the NBA right now. Exactly. Like, so I think uh, I think it'll be an exciting fight. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely be tuning in to watch. Yeah, to watch it, so we can give uh, so we can give the people like a reaction video, like we did with the NBA Finals. And yes, sir. Other than that, I think that's uh that's all we had to touch on today. Um. So make sure you guys are tuning in for more episodes. Matthew, thank you again for joining us for a second episode. This two is times. two times. Two times, baby. So we have had we we have had back to back to back to back guests on this on the sports cast with us. Much appreciated, much love. Thank you so much. Uh Make sure uh, everybody out there, you follow us on all of our all of our social media handles at KFR SPRT Cast. All of our social media handles for Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are always looking for subscribers. Be on the lookout for more videos, more debate topics. We plan on going live here soon as we get closer to the NFL season, so we can kind of answer some fantasy questions. Uh, but well, we love that you guys stick around and watch our videos. Uh, we will see you for the next episode. Big Sexy Brian. out. Big Sexy. Peace out. <laughs>